back, everybody, to Talk of the Now podcast. This is Gene, and I've got Jason today. Jason, how's your week been? Been pretty good. Been pretty good. Yeah, just working and living. Well, today we are back to do another round of favorite 80s movies. This time, my turn. And we're going to go through um, my top 20 80s movies. And have you, before we get started, have you had any adjustments or anything you want to make to yours from last time? No, I'm going to stick with the list, even though there were some that I probably could have put on. I thought, well, that was pretty good for top of my head kind of list. So Stick to your guns. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. I've got that list written down in the uh, living room, I think. But anyway. Yeah, I'm going to write yours down as you tell me to. Oh, that's fine. I I am uh I implore you. Oh, implore implore ways. <laughs> <laughs> I encourage that. Okay, uh we'll start with my honorable mentions. Or what I would like to call we get right to it. Um popcorn flicks. These are like things that I just say, you know, they may not be the greatest. Some of them might be in some minds the greatest, but these are movies that I think will um you know, they'll they'll be entertaining. And a lot of these almost made my list, but just at the end of the day, didn't quite make my list. Right. I mean, it, like you said before, it's hard to choose a favorite in it some is. of these. And a lot of them just, I mean, they could really be replaced. But anyway, uh, Glory is on that list. Uh, hang on. What are we at? What number? Oh, this is just honorable mentions. How no, many honorable mentions order. do you have, Gene? Oh, several. Uh, probably eight to ten. Oh, okay. I'm trying um, to make just kind of. I'm just running through a list here. Um, these are just like these could have made the list easily, but I would also recommend to these people. You know, maybe if you're a 20 year old and you're wanting to go through some 80s movies, you know, or right, you so never Glory. watched 80s movies. Uh, Glory, The Money Pit. All right, hang on. That's a great movie. Yeah. yeah um, Princess Bride, which you had on your list. Oh wow! Only on honorable mention, huh? Um, it, it came close. I mean, honestly, it did. Uh, <laughs> Ferris Bueller is on that list as well, which is one of my favorite comedies, but it's on the definitely on the honorable mention list. Uh, another one that's again hard to like this movie to me. I think I think back to some of these movies, and I think that they're just um, movies that I personally grew up with and liked as a teenager or whatever. And so they kind of had a warm warm place in the heart, if you will. Um, They may not necessarily be a great movie, but (laughs) uh, Fletch comes to mind in that regard. Wow. I don't know. Fletch is only on your honorable mention. Wow. I don't know if anybody would love Fletch, your average person today, but it just, for me, it had so many one liners and my sister had an ex boyfriend back in the nineties. And we used to quote that movie back and forth to each other. Mm-hmm. And it is all, ball, it is all ball bearings these days. Gene, yeah, you know. It still has some of the, yeah. some of the best. Anyway, uh, dead poet society. Mm-hmm. On that list. Dang. I totally missed that one. Okay. Um, footloose is on that list. And footloose to me is just one of those movies. It's sort of, it's a weird movie because to me it's kind of brainless yet. It yeah. also kind of makes you think you kind of think, Hey, how far can you take blue laws? How far can you take laws that do something like, oh, I don't know, um, band dancing? Yeah. And it also just has some stupid stuff. But it's, you know, it's a fun, entertaining movie. Um, how many? Yeah. Anyway, uh, here's another movie that came close to the list. This movie, I think, 
can't decide if it wants to be a serious movie or a comedy, so okay. I didn't make my list. But it is one of my favorite kind of movies, Amadeus. Wow. I, okay. All right. Um, if you've never seen Amadeus, it's I know you have, but yeah. it's a uh, it's a it's an interesting movie. It's very uh, it's kind of uh, what's the word melancholy maybe I don't know. But yeah, at times that's actually it's, a good word. Yeah, it's a good word for it. It's kind of funny at times and kind of gregarious. It's just kind of crazy. And yeah. it's based off a play, which I didn't know. Um, yeah, okay, maybe. I almost put this movie in as a, my cult following in the top 20, which I just didn't at the end of the day. I don't think I have a uh, cult following movie in my top 20. Hmm. Uh, I do kind of have one, but uh, Dune is one of my favorite movies. Okay. Um, one, uh, I mean, I don't know if favorite's a word, but it's it's up there for me. And it's just, I think it's because... I really like, and I'm not even really big into David Lynch that much, but the way that he filmed the movie, I think he had a lot of great ambition to it. And um, right. when you kind of look into the lure of that movie and how much effort was put into it and how much time was put into it, and at the end of the day, it didn't turn out like it's supposed to. It's kind of an interesting uh, um, background study, I think, if you ever look into Dune. And the new one that came out, by the way, I do like pretty good. It's not bad. Mm. Part two is coming out this year as well. It's two part, by the way. Did you see, did you see that, Jason? No, no. Okay. Uh, Fox and the Hound is my animation one that almost made it, but it's a good movie. It's a it's a funny good movie from Disney from the early eighties. Yeah, I didn't realize. I you know you didn't you forgot that they released that one in the eighties. Um, and lastly, um, my honorable mention is Top Gun. Um, if you'd asked me in nineteen eighty seven, I'd probably say it's one of my favorites. But I ended up taking it off. Just to let you know, that's 12 honorable mentions. Jim. Oh, my gosh. Way more than eight. Okay. So honorable mentions. Um, all right. So I'm going to try to share my screen here for my uh, top 20. Yeah, see I can't, how disaster see, I can't see you. So. Oh, yeah. Hold <laughs> yeah. on. How about you might be able, it might be able to see you on the recording. It's just my, my computer may not be able to see. Oh, okay. Well, then I will, I will say what they are as I go through. Um, yeah. Okay. So, let me go back to here. We're going to share screen. Can you, um, any chance you can see this, let me know, Jason. I can't, but again, that might be my technology issue. Oh, okay. Hang on. hang on. Hang on. Something's happening. Something is happening. Oh, oh, oh. It's, you're still there, right? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, it's it's sharing a screen, but there's nothing on it. So, Well, my first top 20 movie, which I think it will be in the recording, Right. Is Mr. Mom, number 20. Mr. Mom. Okay, good. And yep. to me, it's one of the funniest movies. I saw that as a kid with my parents, and uh, I've always just, another good one-liner movie that just cracks me up. Michael Keaton, one of his funniest movies, I think. Uh, number 19, we have Robert Redford in The Natural. When my as a baseball guy growing up, it's just and again, this is one of some of these this one probably could have gone in or out of the honorable mentions. Um, to me, a lot of these 80s movies are weird because they have parts in them where I'm like, they should have rewritten that or made it shorter or yeah. just threw it out altogether. And to me, the natural has two or three of those kind of scenes in them where they're not yeah. even necessary. But right. the I mean, it's hard to beat the home run scene where he's just. Hits the home run and goes around the bases. All right, next up is 18. We have 
Willow. All right. One that was one, on my list. Yeah. Okay. Yep. One in Jason's list. Good old Willow. Yep. Good fantasy and movie. Once again, Val Kilmer, he makes the movie interesting. At the beginning of the movie, it kind of just goes. And then when he finds Val Kilmer, you're like, who's this guy? And then as that scene unfolds, to me, you're just sort of like, okay, this guy is not just. It, to me, when you first see that scene, you're like, this is going to last five minutes and we'll be mm-hmm. rid of this guy. And the guy ends up taking a huge part in the movie. All right, now I'm on number. Are we on 18? No, 17 now. 17, we have Driving Miss Daisy. And I'll tell you why I like this movie. Morgan Freeman. He. Oh, yeah. He just makes easily makes the movie, but just the way that this movie, I don't know, it just warms the heart, I guess. Yep. I don't know. It just, it's a good movie. Glory was on my honorable mention, so I probably could have swapped that out with this one. Again, Morgan Freeman just helps make Glory such a good movie. Um, number 16, Field of Dreams, my next baseball movie. And again, I go back to what I said about 80s movies. There are about two or three scenes in Field of Dreams that could have probably been rewritten or even thrown out that aren't even necessary. Yeah. Or just, you know, this is a this is sort of a critique of Mr. Costner. Don't get me wrong. Love Kevin Costner as an actor. Yeah. Sometimes I think he may overdo it in some of these older movies he did. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, but, I get it. Uh, but I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a professional actor. He's worth millions. But I do love Field of Dreams. It's a fun movie, especially when he takes um, J- the James Earl Jones character to the um, Boston Red Sox game. It's one of my yeah. favorite scenes. Next movie we have is The Goonies. Which I don't All know. Right. Did, you, did you have that movie in yours? Yep, I did. Okay. <clears throat> Goonies is just... I got to say, The Goonies, I would not put as one of my favorite, but I think that... If you had a if somebody says, "Oh yeah, Stranger Things," it really captures the '80s or whatever. Yeah. If you watch Goonies, not only was it made in the '80s, but it really captures a lot of just how youth was back in the '80s. Yep. Yep. In my opinion, especially just everything from the little things that they did. Who was that? Was that Robert Zemeckis? I can't remember. I don't remember. <clears throat> Hang on one second. I will answer that question really quick for you. Uh, just uh, you know, hold, please. Uh, hang on one second. It's sort of, I mean, you know, honestly, it's kind of like a bad news bears uh, goes on a treasure hunt in a way without the coach. Right. Um, <laughs> that's Richard Donner. I should have known that. Richard Donner. Yes. Richard Donner. Uh, yeah. As in Superman fame. <clears throat> um, and that was uh, who's the um, the star? Is it Sean Astin? Astin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh, um, Josh Brolin, yeah, Jeff. Cullen. Would have never known that was Sean Astin until like thirty years later, and I was like, wait a minute, that was Sean Astin that played him? Oh yeah, that's clearly Sean Astin. Yeah, uh, Corey Feldman was obviously in that one too. Uh huh. His mouth. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Good stuff. All right, number what am I on? Fourteen. Yep. Okay, here we go. Star Trek. The Voyage Home. Ah, the fourth movie, yes. Yep. To me, as a, I remember liking it in the late early, late 80s, early 90s, and to this day, I watched it about a year ago. I need to watch, go through and all these and watch them again just to confirm my list. But I always thought that uh, it was just one of the, um, 
the most fun movies to watch, if you will. I just really enjoyed it. I, I would say it's probably the best of all the Star Trek movies. I agree. Yeah, totally. Um, next on the list is Summer Rental with John Candy. <laughs> I think we're at 13. Yep. And to me, if you haven't seen that movie, I don't know. That might have been the best typecast movie for John Candy ever made. I don't know. It was that and Uncle Buck, maybe. It was just... The way he's um, everything from the the drive down to when, the the best part might be when he realizes that total strangers are hanging out in his um, his his beach cabin and he just yep. decides to get rid of all of them. Yeah, all right, next a, on, that is ahead. a uh, Rob Reiner movie. Yes, uh, Carl, going pardon, down. On, pardon me, Carl Reiner. Sorry, Carl. Ah. Next down on the list, Hoosiers. Yeah, which. Hoosiers is kind of a weird movie in some ways um, because you can't tell if it's going to end sad or right. or happy or you can't tell if this is, I don't know. Um, might have been, might have been, you may disagree, but it might have been Gene Hackman's best movie, in my opinion. One of his best. Not that I'm a huge Gene Hackman fan as far as his movies go, but yeah, um, I, he I, plays a good, confident character. Yeah, I liked him in, um, you know. What's it called? Cloak and Dagger. That was the one I liked him in. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd put um, Stop Making Sense up there just because it's become one of my favorite movies. Yeah, yeah. Talking Heads. Gotta love it. Yeah. Um, all right, where are we? Number 10. Top 10 now. Number 10 we have. If I can, I'm trying to share my screen correctly here. Oh, um, oh, now I can see it. All right, cool. A Christmas Story. Oh, yeah. Which, uh, you know, yeah, I just... Uh, the bad parts are kind of bad, but I really like the good parts. How about that? We'll go with that. And it's, it's more, you know, holiday movies are weird for me because a lot of times they're sort of timeless. So, yes, it's an 80s movie, but it's not even, made, you know, the time period is not even the 80s. But Yeah, but you got a few of those matters. on here, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I do have a lot of time period ones. All right, I don't know what number I'm on. Um, number nine now. Number nine. We have big Tom Hanks. Good, that's a good one. Was that on your list? I think it was. Yes. Okay. May have, uh, maybe, maybe not. No, no, it was. It was. Yeah. I think my favorite line in that movie to this day is when he start work starts at that computer company and. He's working so fast, and John Lovitz looks over and he goes, "Hey, what are you trying to do? Get us all fired?" No, I know. <laughs> you <gotta> slow down. <laughs> but it's a fun. It's a fun movie. It's a real fun movie. I uh, know it is not on my list, actually. No. Okay. All right. So this part. Next movie is Return of the Jedi. Good one. Star Good Wars: one. Return of the Jedi. And I think a lot of that has to do with nostalgia, just because I liked it so much as a kid, and I saw it in the movie theater. It was the first Star Wars movie I saw in the theater, and I just always kind of liked the story as a kid. Um, now when I look back on the story, it's not as great as I remember it being, but um, still a fun, good story. I'd say it's it's pretty good, actually. And so, I compare yeah. that, compared to the first two, I should say, not necessarily that it's a bad story. It's just... Um, uh, you know, obviously the movie all around, I think, was obviously better produced because it was, you know, a few years later. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. The next movie we have Chariots of Fire. 
Okay, another period piece. Yep, another period piece. And I've just always liked the story in it. Again, this story movie, 20 years ago, it might not have been in my top 20. Right. But after I saw it a few times, I was just very inspiring movie. Nice. And they don't make movies much like this anymore, I don't think. But um, still a good one. Okay, my next movie is going to be Crocodile Dundee. That's not a knife. That's a knife. Now, I don't have many comedies in this top 20, but yeah. Crocodile Dundee is definitely up there for me. Yeah, definitely very 80s, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think it's one of the best fish-out-of-water movies Yep. Yep. ever made. I mean, just... The fact that they, she goes down to um, Australia and you're like, well, everything you expect happens to the girl because she's a New Yorker going to Australia. Then they sort of twist it on you and you're like, whoa, they're taking him back to New York. Right. And that's where you really, really turns it up. All yeah, right, next movie. It's two fish out of water movies. Yes, that's true. You're right. OK, so mile number four, five, number five. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. And I really think that had it not been for Sean Connery, this would not be on the list because I think that he, with Harrison Ford, just makes it such a fun movie. Yep, I agree. That that pairing was pretty pretty ingenious. And the writing, of course, and oh, you know, yeah. Steven Spielberg's direction and all that stuff. But yep. um, it, it's hard to make a really great sequel, and he pulled it off on that one. Yeah. Next on the list, we have, of course, Back to the Future. Robert Zemeckis, classic. Yep. Almost didn't get made. Yes. And, I, you know, I was asking around or looking around the other night, and um, they made a 30th anniversary DVD set, which I may buy. I don't have, I have. it on DVD yet. I do. I've got it. <laughs> oh, really? Um, is that the one that has um, even the animation um, cartoons on it? <clears throat> uh yes i believe so is it in a white case do you remember okay no no wait no mine's not never mind mine's just the 30th anniversary just pack so yeah okay. just the movies yeah and i know one of them had like the uh back to the future ride um no oh, yeah. kind of an extra thing on it which i actually did at universal before they closed that ride yep so all right next on the list number three top three here here's your number podium. three is yeah i'm repeating myself in some ways raiders of the lost ark yeah i just love the story it's just a fun story um it's just a fun adventure movie like i don't know if there's a better popcorn flick basically like a movie that just you just kind of have fun watching all right raiders um, is on mine mine's that's my number nine so yeah so and it might be you know as much as i like han solo it might be harrison ford's um best movie i don't know yeah. All right, number two. Yep. Mile number two? Number two. Okay, for some reason I thought I was on one. Number two. Wait, no, I was, that is number That was number two. Number one is Empire Strikes Back. I'm what sorry. Was not, what was number three? Number three. You know what? I actually have my list here. I'll share my list. Number three was Back to the Future. Oh, Can you, you see got, my list here? You got off one number. I did? Okay. Yeah, you're missing one. Um, 20, I had Mr. Mom, 19, The Natural, 18, Willow, 17, Driving Miss Daisy, 16, Field of Dreams, 15. Oh, sorry. I missed 15. My bad. Um, 
It is the secret of Nim. Oh man! Sorry, folks, I totally missed that. All right, I got to redo my list here. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the secret of Nim is one of my favorite movies. Yep, it's a um, early '80s movie, um, basically about some mice that live in a um, a farm live on a farm and they have their whole society and everything. And it was written actually by a guy, I believe it was John Booth might be the name. Forgive me if I'm wrong on that. Um, Don, he Don and yeah. Don Booth, thank you. He and a couple of other guys that um, le- had left Disney animation decided to make their own couple of feature films. Yeah. And um, this was, I think may have been the first one, if not yeah. one of the first. And um, Cause they did, uh, they also did American tale. Um, mm. Yeah, movies like that. They they were really excellent, great movies. I mean, they're very Disney like, but you know, not they're just different. Right, you so. can definitely tell the animation is different. Yeah. So sorry, I missed that one. Um, right, hang on one second. Let me do. We'll just read. we'll start. Let me do my, I'll uh, cut this off and we'll record. <laughs> Let me do my renumbering here, Gene. So number three was Back to the Future. Number two is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right. So that means your big fat number one is, is Empire Strikes Back. Again. Uh, there we go. Story. Okay. Another Star Wars movie, and I feel bad that I had to do that, but I, I kept thinking about it and kept thinking about it, and I was like, you know, I've got to, I got to stay with what I think is my favorite. Oh yeah, it's your list. I'm so, just, you know, it's, it, it's I mean, okay, know, Gene. It's okay if it's wrong. It's your list. I know the whole Get trilogy <laughs> thing. I mean, I would hate it if somebody said, Gene, what's your favorite? This isn't true, but what if your favorite three movies are? Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, Two Towers, <laughs> Return yeah, of the mean, King, you know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I had to give credit where credit was due in my own mind, and that's where I put those. So. All right. There you go. There, those are my <sighs> top 20 movies. What do you think, Jason? You got any critiques or uh, likes or anything? Well, hold on, folks. You ready for this ride? Okay. No. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's start with your uh, honorable mentions. Um you know, Top Gun, I get it. Uh, kind of overdone in most people's lists. I understand why it's an honorable mention. Not quite a, you know, a, a round of the Fox and the Hound. Again, with animated movies, I'm like, they are what they are. Um, Glory, another, your first of the period pieces. Um, so it's an 80s movie, but it's not really an 80, it's not necessarily about 80s stuff. Um so still made in the eighties, still counts. That's, that's but true, yeah. but you can watch it now. It could be made now. The same thing. Uh, the Money Pit, classic. You know, um, Princess Bri- Princess Bride. I mean, you know, whatever, Gene. Hey, uh, piece, by the way. Whatever, Gene. It's one of the best. <laughs> anyway, it, it um, could have been easily in my time. I'm just kidding. Change that out with you know, um, whatever you know. Uh, you know. It kind of hurts my heart. You didn't put a, you know, a, a John Hughes movie in your top twenty there. Um, oh, you, oh yeah. You, you, well, you know, if it if it helps, Princess Bride and Driving Miss Daisy were kind of on the, they were kind of on like the, um, yeah. You know, I sort of just threw it against the wall to see what sticks. Type. Well, of I'm just saying, your Ferris Bueller being in an honorable mention. Like, you know. <laughs> All right. Uh, God forgives everybody, Gene. Um, <laughs> I'm just. Joking. I don't know the way they tortured that Ferrari. I just don't know if I could put that in top twenty. It actually wasn't really a Ferrari in the filming, by the way. Um, that's true. Yeah, uh, let's just spoil it, Jason. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> even the one they were driving around was not a Ferrari. Um, oh, hmm. yes, it was actually a uh, 
uh, kit car made to look like a Ferrari. Um, so let's see. Uh, and Fletch, I, I thought you were a bigger fan of that movie than you are. Um, let's see. Dead Poet Society. I mean, oh, Captain, my Captain. Uh, you know, that, that one was a classic. I always forget it was an 80s movie. Um, Footloose. Yeah, Footloose. I get it. That one's kind of overdone. Uh, Amadeus, that was a really good choice. I like the even mention of that movie. That's kind of cool. You had um, another period piece. <laughs> and Dune, um, a fantasy film. Um, you know, I couldn't get through 10 minutes of it. Um, I understand. I just, it was just like, um, I just didn't get it. It was still, it was like it was trying to be Star Wars, but it wasn't. Um, that, that's just my, my opinion. I get it. I, I understand it's, you know, yeah. well, you it know just, and, I and I think half the problem was is where I was watching it when I was younger. It was the three hour version. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, pull, you know, shoot me now. Um, well, I think personally that everybody everybody should have some movies in their list that are sort of like people look at them sideways and they're like, you like that yeah. movie? Oh, yeah. And I think that Dune is kind of one of mine, you know. All right. So your top 20, Mr. Mom. I mean, Michael Keaton can't go wrong with that one. There's so many Michael Keaton movies that you just kind of had to pick one. Um, and Mr. Mom's a good one. Um, yeah, I didn't put Batman in there. That could have been a honorable mention. Yeah, probably, you know, Batman and Batman Returns are the two best to me. Um, like I said last week, uh, The Natural. I get people's obsession with this movie. It irritates me because it's a sports movie that uses fake teams. I'm mm. like, I don't like, I don't like that. Be the Yankees, be the Red Sox, be, you know, whatever. Quit making fictional teams and using mm-hmm. like real looking stadiums and, and existing in a time that we know there are real teams. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like the football movie from the late nineties. What was it? Any given Sunday, same thing. Like, yeah, really? You're playing in Texas stadium. We know it's supposed to be the Dallas Cowboys. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but the, nat- the natural for me is just sort of like, at the end of the day, the good outweighed the bad. I understand like the bad parts of it and things that people don't like about it. It was kind of, yeah. and by the way, there's an honorable mention that I should mention <laughs> um, that didn't make the oh, list. Honorably, yeah. Like you said, there could be a hundred. Yeah, there is. Yeah. I mean, I didn't put real genius on honorable mention. It's a great movie. Um, oh, yeah. The uh, um, Eight Men Out was one of my favorite movies when I was a yeah. young card, baseball card collector. That one, that one by my, by the way, is one of my more favorite of the baseball movies. Yes, I agree. Great John Cusack movie. Oh yeah. Uh, see Willow. I had that on my list. I got no complaints. Mm-hmm. Um, driving Miss Daisy. That was a good ad. I forget about that movie and just how just, it's just a good movie, you know, all around just good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, again, a period. It's a good piece. wholesome movie. Yeah, exactly. Which is, you know, even in the eighties was rare, you know, um, mm-hmm. field of dreams. I'm kind of with you on the overacting part and, you know, not that Kevin Costner would listen to our podcast, but I'm sorry, John. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, John Dutton. Um, I, I like you in that in, in certain roles, but that one just seemed a little forced to me. Mm. Um, I get its importance in cinematic player, but crazy thing happens in corn Ch- children, aliens, baseball players, everything comes out of corn. Porn. Correct me if I'm wrong, um, but did that movie put Radio Radiota on the map, so to speak? 
as an actor? Uh, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, mafia movie, Goodfellas did. Um, okay, uh, well, I thought, okay, I thought Goodfellas might have been after that movie. It may have been, yeah. I, I don't know. Anyway. Um, all right, so you're number 15, oh, at If I may, though, as a baseball fan, the, um, the biggest problem I had with that movie, honestly, is that they used they they used nobody that was like um, Shoeless Joe Jackson to play. I mean, Radio was okay in the he was okay in the part, but Shoeless Joe Jackson was a was a Southerner from Greenville, South Carolina. Right, and I'm pretty sure in the movie he was batting right handed and he was a left handed batter. So there you go. Yeah, just <laughs> I, I agree. It was kind of careless, um, a careless portrayal is what you would call that. But James Earl Jones, of course, you put him in a movie, it's... Oh, it, yeah. I mean, <laughs> just like, golden voice of all golden voices. Like putting yeah. Harrison Ford in a movie. Okay, it'll sell some tickets. So Secret of Nim, that was a good one. Um, a very dark movie. Um, hmm. It does know, have to, some darkness, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of a dark movie. It's not as dark as Watership Down. Watership Down was another dark one that they made out of a, a, a book that they turned into a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that's darker. Um, so yeah, I like the choice of Secret of Nim. That was a good one. Um, let's see the Goonies. I mean, I had it on my list. You can't go wrong with a, yeah, you know, uh, and uh, kids hanging out and going on an adventure movie. Um, Star Trek Four, like I said, I think the best of all the Star Trek movies. Easily, I believe. Now there are some that'll argue it was Wrath of Khan, but I'm like, eh. I like Star Trek Four because it had, it it was just to me more positive um yeah you know to me they so, did a good job of sort of um giving a picture of what the 80s were like in that movie probably unintentionally well yeah because it was just made in the 80s it was just current time um mm-hmm. summer rental i'd kind of forgotten about that one uh that was a good one um hadn't seen it in a long time hoosiers i've just never been a fan of maybe because i'm not a basketball guy um right. But, you know, in some of the sports movies, I get the obsession with it. And it's a great story. Um, but I'm kind of like you, you know, with Gene Hackman. I can take him or leave him. Um, you know, to me, Gene Hackman is, you know, the Odessa file, that movie, that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, that one stopped making sense, obviously, you know. I mean, I like Talking Heads. That was a, that's a good one. It's a documentary, you know. Um, let's see, Christmas Story. Can't stand it. I just, <laughs> I've never been able to. And I know if Scott's going to listen to this, which I didn't know me. that till recently. That's funny. Scott, Scott's going to listen to this and kill me because he loves it. I just, it's overplayed. It's just kind of, <clears> depre- <throat> it's depressing. I mean, to your credit, it is overplayed. It's overplayed. It's depressing. It's kind of dirty. Like the whole town kind of thing. It's just dirty. I don't know what it's just. I get the ugh, movie, not dirty like but like sinful, but like dirty, like dingy. Hmm. Um, like all the colors are muted in the movie. It's not if you notice that the color palette for that movie is really muted. Hmm. Um, again, that's just from a cinematic point of view and from a frustrated. I'm tired of seeing this on everybody's. I mean, whatever. <laughs> It just makes me laugh. I don't really have an opinion, but all right. No, no, not at all. Number eight, big. I mean, big is just great. Tom Hanks, you know, and just. I mean, did he win the Oscar for that one? I don't know. I don't think he he nominated. I don't think I don't know if he got nominated. I think he was nominated for maybe. Um, You know, that one just 
you can't argue with it. I mean, one of the best, greatest scenes in movies was the one at FAO Schwartz with the big, you know, keyboard thing that they were dancing on, you know? Absolutely. Um, number seven, I mean, Return of the Jedi. You're not going to get any arguments for me with Star Wars movies. Um, yeah. I had a hard time critiquing that, by the way, when I said what I said. <laughs> Don't no. get me wrong. I do love that movie. It's number seven. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can obviously tell that Irvin Kirshner directed Empire Strikes Back and not Return of the Jedi. So, mm-hmm. um, Chariots of Fire, great movie. Um, you can't go wrong with that. Um, that Vangelis theme, um, obviously iconic and cinematic and a great story. Um, kind of two stories in one, pretty much. Anyway, um, yeah, Crocodile Dundee. I mean, you can't get much more 80s, summer 80s movie than Crocodile Dundee. I mean, you know, it's along there. It's along my choice of, you know, Romancing the Stone. You know, those kind of movies all kind of seem like they came out at the same time. You know, there's some of those movies that you could just lump all together as we're going to have an 80s movie marathon and those are going to be it. You know, um, it's just a classic. Uh, Indiana Jones Last Crusade, great movie. Like you said, the pairing of Sean Connery in that film um, and the on-screen back and forth between him and Harrison Ford um, was pretty pretty good. When when Sean Connery is the more you know outspoken actor in the scene, <laughs> that's saying something because you know Harrison Ford is you know famously more deadpan as an as a person. Um, Back, back to the future. Back to the future. I mean, you think eighties? This movie comes up. I mean, it's it's Robert Zemeckis. It's mm-hmm. originally the DeLorean was supposed to be a refrigerator. Um, I'm glad they chose the DeLorean instead. And if they'd only done it two years earlier, they would have saved John DeLorean's company. Um, mm-hmm. But John DeLorean did send them a letter thanking them for using the car. Ah. Um, but he had already it had already failed in Northern Ireland. The company before yeah. they chose the car. So that was kind of sad. Um, huh. Raiders of Lost Ark, that one was on mine as the representative of the entire trilogy because, you know, I know you know how to make lists. Um, and <laughs> that's just my somebody. You're welcome. <laughs> um, you know, Raiders of Lost Ark obviously is the one that got it for everybody. I mean, that one was just like, wow, you know. Um, and the terrible opening of the the arc scene, like, woo, you know. Um yeah um <clears throat> nightmares of melting faces um and of course empire strikes back i mean my favorite of all star wars movies and a lot of true you know traditional star wars people's favorite Irvin Kershaw yeah. directed john williams scored it like he did all of them i mean just mm-hmm. you know it doesn't get better now again like some of the other movies not necessarily about the 80s but it was made in the 80s and like literally the start of the 80s but yes the 80s um so yeah i I think your list is pretty pretty varied actually it's you know you had some outliers like your secret secret of them um stuff i went and stop making sense i mean it's not necessarily going to be on a lot of people's list but it's a good movie you know um yeah 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 i I think it's uh, i think it's well done you know i think that's a that's a dandy little list there, buddy. Um, oh, I well, thank you, Jason. I appreciate that. <laughs> I um, it gets the Jason White cinematic stamp of approval. Well, I'm sure you had the same struggle as I did. It was hard yeah, to come up I mean, with a list in the first place, but I, it, I like if, the challenge. 
if it had been a top 100, I mean, pretty much most of your list would have been in my top 100 as well. So, oh, really? Well, yeah, I think that um, the reason, <clears throat> a couple of my reasonings here, reason Empire Strikes Back is on there as number one, I think, is because I would probably put that up there in my top five movies of all time. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's number one. It's a close one, but um, and same thing for Raiders of the Lost Ark, perhaps. Yeah. There's a few things in Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, there's every movie has something in it that you're like, I could have taken that out. I mean, there's few, right there's now. a few that you're not that way, but, um, for instance, if we maybe one day we'll do a top 20 of all time list of some, some sort, um, or, uh, what was the name of that movie? Um, Lawrence of Arabia would be in my top 20 movies of all time. Yeah. But there's things in Lawrence of Arabia that I'm not a fan of. I don't know. It's kind of like finding a perfect church, finding a perfect family. You're just not going to find it. <laughs> finding, a perfect, finding a perfect person. You're never going to find it. Finding, um, yeah, no, you're not. But finding um, a perfect, finding a perfect top 20 list or movie, you could, you could critique anything in any movie just about, um, I suppose. Yeah. No, I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's like, you know, that's why it's your list and not somebody else's. Um, Mm-hmm. You know, because you're just like me. You're sat there and probably going, ah, and then you forgot movies. Probably you're like, oh, you know, after yeah. you made your list, you're like, well, I'm going to change it. But um, well, here, my honest, unbiased opinion is that your list is more interesting than mine. I think my list is a little bit more common yeah, you, or more predictable. Right, but you've got some outliers, like I said, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, Secret and Nim would not be on most people's top twenty list. I mean, Back to the Future wasn't even on mine. <laughs> That's true. That's what I say. Yours is very interesting. That's no, it was just that was called forgetful. Um, <laughs> as much as I can remember most things, it's like that just slipped my mind for some reason. Um, but no, I think yours has got some some outliers. You know, I mean, not a lot of people would say *Chariots of Fire* as an '80s on an '80s movie list, even though it was made in the '80s. They just think '80s like that '80s themed, right? So. You know, our yeah. rules were made in the 80s, so it, you know, that's a little, little different. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I think that's a good, we've, we've just covered it, a good chunk of the 80s cinematically in our lists. I think so. I think so, Jason. Um, I know she didn't have terms of endearment. That's okay. It's all right. I know you didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't have Heathers and I didn't have, you know, um, you know, Sad movies like action. that. Working Girl. And you know, nine to five, Gene. I didn't have nine to five. Geez, uh, working nine to five. Um, you know, I didn't have, have uh, witness in there. You know, um, I like witness actually. Yeah, good. Some movie. people may not. Um, more suited for Kelly McGillis to me than Top Gun. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I think um, I, you know, I think the eighties. Main thing, like we talked talked about before, I think the eighties were our decade to grow up. You know, and we were kids yeah. in the 80s. We were kids completely in the 80s. And, and w- these will always kind of cherish because that's what you did. We went and saw movies and we, you know, you waited for those big blockbusters. Yeah. Um, after 1983, you were just done with Star Wars and had to just suck it up. Um, you know, I think a few episodes down the line, we should maybe do a top 20 90s list. Yeah, that would be an interesting list because I don't know if we need to do every decade, but top twenties, nineties list would be good, I think. Yeah, that would be another hard one though, too. You know, it'd be a lot yeah. of you know, Jean just wants to put, you know, she's all that on the list. I know 
Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, there's like so many things like, and then if you look at what's funny is that last couple years of the nineties was just like teen movie central, you know, there was yeah. just so many of those that came out and, um, you know, it's hard because like I said, Humphrey October was 1990. Right. Yeah. That, that'll be on my list. Spoiler. Um, right. But, but yet it's so far different than the aforementioned she's all that. And 10 things I hate about you, which I know actually 10 things I hate about you was in two thousands, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I didn't. Recall. Uh, okay. It just looks like a nineties movie. Um, but, um, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like movies, movies and music are a lot of times how I remember where I was at a certain, a certain time of right. my life. Like what movie was out, what movie, what music was on, you know, mm-hmm. uh, if you got, if, and, and folks, if you got Gene and I going on music, geez, we, <laughs> we could do a whole year's worth of podcasts and still not crack in our brains on music. Um, well, we haven't done a musical one in a while. Um, so maybe we'll and, do one soon. And I don't know that we've ever done a musical list. Um, you know what I mean? Um, no, we, we went talk. over, I think we went over top, uh, something one time. Forgot what though. Um, but again, the whole point is it's, it's your list. You know, your list is going to have some of the same as some other people, but it's not going to be the exact same. Right. Um, because movies are personal. Movies well, I can tell you, I can tell you right now, one of my wife's favorite movies is an eighties movie. I think maybe it's nineties really? and, um, I've never seen it. Pretty sure Pride right. and Prejudice was 80s, was it, or was it 90s? It just depends on which one. There's so many. Oh. Made. Yeah, there was some version of Pride and Prejudice that she loves, and I never oh, saw the movie. <laughs> probably not. That one was probably 90s. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, there's so many different, so many different movies that came mm. out. I mean, just, I mean, we didn't even get into like, I don't know, strange movies like Wind in the Willows, the claymation ones. Um, I mean, just just all kinds of stuff, man. And you know what the eighty you know what the eighties were back then in a lot of ways? Um was that? that was the uh time of the made for T V movies. Yeah, it being the most successful. It. They had so many of those. It well they had two- so many dramas as well and mystery movies and things, you know. Yeah. I mean you like, just kinda you kinda waited for those, honestly. Um yeah, there's so many, so many of those. You're right. And I remember when they first started airing movies on TV, like late at night, you know, and you waited for those things. Um, <laughs> yeah. To be honest. And TV. of course they had the, of course they had the super dumb movies of the eighties too. And what I'm thinking of is revenge of the nerds. That was an entire oh, trilogy. Yeah. They had yeah. Porky's uh, police Academy. Yeah, I was about to say, what was it like? Seven or eight Police Academy movies? Too um, many. Yeah, you know, Short Circuit was a decent one. Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was good. I, um, I didn't think about it, but that was a pretty good one. Yeah, that was. Um, I mean, Steve Gutenberg, you know, had a couple, yeah. couple runs. You know, Three Men and a Baby, and then Short Circuit. You know, aside from Police Academy. Um, Man, those Police Academy movies—they just couldn't stop making them. Oh my gosh! I know. It's like, ugh. Um, yeah, but no, that, that was us. I mean, we were, we were. That was our our personal thing, you know. We had to, and then you bought VHS copies of of what you what you loved. 
Um, you know, um, this movie, one movie I'm thinking of that me and my brother actually enjoyed a lot, that came on cable a lot, was not a kid's movie. Don't let your five-year-old watch this movie. <laughs> but unless it's on TBS, because then you'll get the TV yeah. version. Um, the Blues Brothers, we love oh, that gosh. movie. I mean, we thought that was the greatest thing since sliced bread when we were little. I think it's because of all the blues music and, you know, they kind of look cool in it and everything. But <laughs> yeah, a lot of cameos in that movie too. Oh yeah, and, and yeah. but there's so many funny one-liners that we like where they go through the the shopping mall and they're they're driving around. It's like the new Oldsmobiles are in. <laughs> it just it's in. Yep. me and my brother just used to crack up with that movie. He comes back and uh, there's a lot of funny one-liners. <laughs> Anyway, all right, any other uh, thoughts, Jason, before we head out for the day? No, that's that. We had to do a two-parter here because of te- technological uh, difficulties. But, um, you know, one one of these days I'll, I'll get a new computer. Jason, and... shh, I'm going to splice. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Gary. Okay. At least I didn't change hats or shirts or something. So I didn't have a continuity issue. Um, all right, well, sounds good. We'll see you all later. Thanks, everybody.